When it comes to keeping your small business valuable information safe, Dell Small Business Technology Advisors can recommend tailored security solutions like computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage, networking, plus industry-leading monitors and software. Running your own small business is a big challenge, but with the right partner, it's a lot easier. To speak with an advisor today, call 0800-085-4878. That's 0800-085-4878. Quick, come on! They just came on now. Let's try to get closer to the stage. Sorry. Excuse me. You want to go on my shoulders? Yeah, that'd be unreal. Thanks. Wow. Three celebrates connections made by music this summer. Find out more at 3.ie forward slash music. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 78 of Dumb All Over. Recording from you can't understand what people are saying because they have no teeth, Pennsylvania. This is a progressive podcast of brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. And we are always under the influence of craft beer. On this week's episode, we <laughs> will talk about hashtag treason summit, new Russian indictments, Elon Musk, and if we have some time, more Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. We then talked to Kevin of the Nerdy Things podcast about pop culture and movies. And he even presents us with this week's bigly topic, bigly nerdy topic, something like that. As always, I am Tom, and I am joined by the one and the only Austin. Hey, what's up, Tom? Hi, Austin. How are you today? I'm good. I think I'm ready to do this. are you sure? Are you are you really sure? Because uh, this is an exciting week. <laughs> you know, now that, yeah, now that you mention it, I'm not so yeah. sure. Okay, but and have, that I ends my, this week's episode. <laughs> no, it's okay. I have my beer, and I think I'm okay. ready to Good. weather the storm. Yeah, there's a little bit of weathering needed, I yeah, would say. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Let's start this episode off the way we should, and that's by introducing this week's beer or at least this segment's beer we might need more than one um austin what are you drinking today well i am drinking um the highbrow barista which is a beer i've never had before it's from platform beer company okay a a brewery i've never heard Mm -hmm. of before and um (laughs) there you go it is a coffee rye pale ale Ooh, okay. Yeah, so dry beaned, wow. spicy rye, mm-hmm. crisp finish. And it's from Ohio. Ohio, okay. Yeah, one of the states that voted the All wrong right. way. <laughs> yes. See, now this... you put me on the spot I'm trying to remember where my beer comes from. <laughs> See, this is the beer I should have had when we had Miles oh. um, and Crawford on the show. Because I believe they are from Ohio. Yeah, that would have been nice. 
Yeah, they definitely are. Yeah. Um, now, Austin, I'm drinking one that we have had before. It is from uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania. So it's a it's a not local. We're not really that close to Hershey. Let's see but if it's Hershey. It must be Trogues. It's Trogues. It is Trogues. <laughs> and sticking with the coffee. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> the unplanned coffee uh, craft beer uh, thing. Yeah. We are drinking. I am drinking. Java Head Stout. It's brewed with coffee beans. Uh, 7.5% ABV. Um, I've already had several of these today, so <laughs> enjoying them I am. That is for sure. They're very good. <laughs> it's not like okay, a total... Yoda, relax there. Yoda, yeah. <laughs> enjoying them it, I am. <laughs> <laughs> you see, at least he did the voice. I can't do the voice. Mm. Um, yeah, it's not the, you know, it's it's... It's not the most coffee-like craft beer, but it's really good. So, without further ado, which I think yeah. is French, con- and with know, no congratulations, more, France. Yeah, with no more a plum, let's do this. Okay. Oh, that nice. Sounded, yeah. That sounded clunky. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my god. This tastes like it tastes like cold brew coffee. Really? And it doesn't look like coffee. It looks like just regular beer. It is golden and. I can't believe how much like coffee that tastes. Really? So you like it? Oh, I love it. It's amazing. Well, there you go. That's pretty cool. Well done. Um, well done. What's the name of the company again? It is Platform Beer Company. Platform Beer Company. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah okay. And it came in a can, too, so I wasn't so sure. Um, all right. So listen, you got your beer. Yep. Um. Check your heart rate because we're gonna need to check our heart rate here and there. Ooh, it's not good at the beginning. <laughs> no, no, no my heart end. is racing as well, and that must mean it is time for the Trump report. <laughs> Have I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Oh, you know, nothing, nothing at all happened this week. Nothing at all. Actually, that's right. That's what I've been telling everybody. Nothing happened. Yeah. Everything is perfect. Vladimir gave me a very, very nice back rub. No, no, nothing like that happened. Hey, um, Sasha Baron Cohen has a new show. Um, There's that. That's news that happened this week. Um, Fighting every urge to do a Borat impression. I know, and you know what? Maybe it's just because I've seen Borat a few times, but watching his whatever character he's supposed to be just reminded me of a jacked-up Borat. That's all that was. Uh, let's see what else happened. There's a, a, a fire in Yosemite. Oh, yeah, and fucking Donald Trump might have committed treason. Oh, what a normal day here in America, everybody. Uh, what I don't, the fuck I don't happened? understand what you're talking about. First of all, I don't even like trees. So why would I do anything with oh. their sons? I don't understand why <laughs> I would even mess around with tree sons. I don't get it. What are you talking about? Oh. Vladimir says that I can do whatever I want. I'm the big boy. I have, Oh, my goodness. I have no response to any of this that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Okay. Look, we got rid of Scott Pruitt. Doesn't that make you guys happy? Isn't that enough? Yeah. 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 Um... Okay, so if you are on Twitter, first of all, you should be following us at Dumb All Over Pod. Yeah, what the fuck? If you, I, 
I don't know why you're not, but if you're no, if you are, are then I, I yeah, well, I don't know. We'll see. Um but the last two days on the trending page, hashtag Trump treason has <laughs> been trending. <laughs> you know, that's probably so not a good you, sign. If Oh, you know, it's definitely not the best, Austin. Mm. It's definitely not no. the best. So you may be wondering, what happened? Well, it probably would be better to ask what did not happen. Well, hold on. First, um, though, if you're if you're wondering what happened, let me say that I'm honored that we are your news source. But I'd also yeah. like to say ah, you should get a better news source because yeah. this shit is crazy. If there's one person right now and they're like, what what happened? You have to watch the news, man. Or at you least get the to. little updates on your phone. Something. Do something. <laughs> we are because... here. We are here to comment on the news, not to break it. <laughs> <laughs> not to break it. <laughs> you notice we haven't had a segment about breaking news. This would be the fucking closest thing possible. Breaking, well, there goes breaking a... news. Breaking yeah. news. I love Russia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're such yeah. a beautiful, beautiful country. They're great golden. <laughs> Hills. I know. I know what y'all thought I was going to say. I didn't say it. Even Vladimir said we'd, he doesn't have the tapes. He doesn't tape every unknown businessman who becomes right. president. Sure. He says we, that would be hard, and that we wouldn't yeah. even do that. And mm. I was like, if they were real, they okay, would have come out by up. now. <laughs> That's what I said. I was shut like, if up. they were real, they would have been out by now. Fake news. Oh, fake okay. news. <laughs> yeah. Um, that might have been my longest uninterrupted. That's <laughs> and those are probably and those are all things that he really said too. Most of it. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's backtrack a little bit. Okay, let's go back to no. It's it's okay. It's okay. Believe me. I, we're all we're all really antsy right now. <laughs> but we're gonna backtrack just a little bit to Trump visiting England. Our friends from England. Hi, England. Um. You did everything pretty damn amazingly, I have to say. Oh, I've never uh, been more see. proud to know people from England, yeah. I know, I know. Like, the streets were full of anti-Trump protesters. Mm -hmm. They had songs and chants. It was like they just won the World Cup. Sorry, is that oh. a little too soon? Is that a little <laughs> too soon? This is better. It's okay. because I'll tell you this, England. It's, <laughs> what you did was better than winning. I mean, who so even won better. the World Cup? France? Pfft. France. Yeah, all they have They're is really good enemies. food and wine. <laughs> they don't even speak English. Yeah, and and apparently really good soccer. But hey, listen, <laughs> it's okay. the The U.S. didn't even make it, so oh, I, I didn't don't even know we had a team. That's, yeah, no, <laughs> we might as well not have a team. At this I'm sorry. Point. What sport is that again? Snooker. It's um. It is rugby, cricket. Right. That's right. Okay. Cricket. Sorry, that's the one. Cricket. Uh. Yeah. So so what what ended up happening in England? Other than that, uh, he cut in front of the Queen of England. <laughs> excuse excuse me, of... Queen. Excuse me, Queen. <laughs> the Donald always goes first. I'm always in front. I'm always the first to finish. The Donald, first to finish. I... First to finish. When when my. When my people told me that we were going to see Queen, I expected a gay man with a mustache. What happened to you? I don't <laughs> know I was like, Mike, what was going through his mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got chills. Um, I, I It started off already really badly. So even before that, he uh, pretty much attacks Theresa May, attacks Theresa May, and then when he meets Theresa May, 
he coddles up to Theresa May. <laughs> Look, she's doing a wonderful job. Unlike when I said she was doing a terrible job yesterday in the fake news. <laughs> yesterday. But it's, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's and then he news. goes on and he fake blames news. the news. Yeah. He blames the news. He's like, oh, no, what I said, I didn't say that. I yeah. might have said that, but you're fake news. And people fake are news. like, oh, yeah, he never said that. No, he totally said that. And then but, they're, you know, like, here's they're the like, Mr. Thing. Trump, we have the video. <laughs> yeah. It, or, it's well, exactly would, what well, They would happened. say that in an English accent that I can't do. <sighs> now, that was on Friday, I believe. Yeah. I believe he went on Friday. Yeah. So it was and already we the weekend. It was already going well. Right. Uh, then we had the weekend where France wins the World Cup. Novak Djokovic wins Wimbledon. Great. You know, good sporting events and everything's really nice and happy. And then Trump goes to meet Putin on Monday. Oh, my God. What a shit show that was. It was it was like it was the best sitcom that I could have ever asked for. Yeah. Well, and they're not so even good. like I don't even know if it would be a good sitcom because there was no conflict. <laughs> they were oh. just two really good friends. Oh, there's conflict. <laughs> oh, there's conflict, Austin. <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. fucking conflict. There's conflict between them and the rest of the world, but between the two of them. That's conflict. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> That's conflict. But between the two of them, they seem to get along really well. Now, mind you, Trump was late to meet the Queen of England. He was late to meet the Queen of England. But he showed up a half an hour early to meet Putin. And then Putin was late. And what was originally supposed to be an hour and a half behind closed door meeting turned out to be a little bit over two hours. Look, so, we just get along already, so well. And he had some wonderful so well. ideas for democracy. Delia. And he's like, look, look, if you let me investigate what happened in 2016... I'll come up with the answer, and I'll even make sure you have much better voting software that is definitely uncrackable mm. by anybody but them. <laughs> <laughs> so then after that, Trump and Putin go to uh, have their pe- press conference, and this is <laughs> where <laughs> everything got amazing. <laughs> mm, yeah. So they're, they're speaking, and Trump is uh, very obviously... I, I don't even know how to explain it. He's he's like a dog with his tail between his legs in front of Putin. The, all that tough guy talk didn't show up. And that was just before he started speaking. Well, see, I don't know, and if, then, I don't know if he had his tail between his legs. It's more like a dog who's wagging his tail at his master. <laughs> it was a lot closer well, to that. Yeah, but I, what I guess I'm trying to explain is he looked so pathetically weak. Mm-hmm. And it was almost funny. Because Putin is not like the biggest guy. And Trump should be very overpowering in a yeah, lot of well, ways. Yeah, Trump's a lot bigger in every way. Well, except for one. <laughs> yeah. Except for one important way, most like, well, I don't know Putin. what Putin's been packing these days. Oh, I'm sorry. I was um, talking about the brain. That's what I was talking about. I don't know what you were talking about, Tom. I was talking about the brain, too, at least for some men. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, without, no more pussyfooting around. This is the question that was brought to Trump by um, a reporter. Do you hold Russia at all accountable for anything in particular? And if so, what would you what would you consider them that they're responsible for? Are you ready for Trump's reply? I think I know. He was like, I was told by the great Martin Luther Jr. that 
We hold, <laughs> we hold all Russian truths to be self-evident that all uh-huh. Russians and all crimes are created equal oh, and lead us yeah. not into temptation without the express written consent of Major League Baseball. And that was, okay. I believe, the answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that, if he had said that, things would have been okay right now. <laughs> uh, oh, no. What did he say? Yes, I do. I hold both countries responsible. I think that the United States has been foolish. I think we've all been foolish. We should have had this dialogue a long time ago, a long time, frankly, before I got to office. And I think we're all to blame. I think that the United States has stepped forward along with Russia, and we're getting together, and we have a chance to do some great things, whether it's nuclear pro- pro- well, how to, how to proliferation. To say it. No, 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 I know, but how did Bush used to say it? He used to, he used to fuck up that word all the time. I forgot oh. now. I forgot, but yeah. nuclear proliferation yeah. in terms of stopping, you have to do it. Ultimately, that's probably the most important thing that we can be working on. But I do feel that we both have made some mistakes. I think that the the probe is a disaster for this country. <laughs> I think it kept us apart. It's kept us separated. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then And then he put on the classic track, Why Can't We Be Friends? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, Austin, there's so much to talk about. <laughs> this this snowballed way more than I ever imagined. Well, to well, the uh, point. Well, hold on, Tom, because you have to also lay out the context. So right before Trump met with Putin, uh, Robert Mueller's mm-hmm. team released 12 indictments of 12 Russian spies. Right. <laughs> yes. I that was, that was my next thing I was going to get to. But, yeah, that happened. Well, when was it? It was during. It was when he met the Queen. So it was on Friday. That's what I mean. Right before um, he went to meet with Putin, that was the yeah. point. It's like, okay, now he has this right. thing that our, you know, our uh, intelligence agencies are saying that you know this happened, and and the special counsel, the one investigating this uh, event, said these twelve yeah. people are partly responsible. And well, so now uh, you're going to go to Russia, and you know, I mean. Uh, Somebody with courage would say, you know, we want these 12 extradited to our country. Sure. And, of course, that wouldn't happen. That didn't happen. But you'd say it anyway. That didn't happen. But he didn't even do that. He's like, look, it's all good. Everybody makes mistakes, Pootie. Pretty much. All right, so uh, just a little bit more background. The 12 defendants are members of the GRU, a Russian Federation intelligence agency within the main intelligence uh, directorate of the Russian military who were acting in their official capacities. So uh, that's they found, they found that those 12 people should be indicted. Yep. And that happened as he was meeting the Queen of England. It was actually quite funny. And they were even questioning. Their, all the reporters were like, why now? So, uh, Rod Ro- Rosenstein, Rosenstein, he said, um, well, we're just, that's when we got the, uh, we got the, the proof. We got all this. So we're just going to say it now. I don't know if it's as simple as that. I think that it was obviously um, intended to be at that moment, but. They won't admit to that. The stories you heard about the 12 Russians yesterday took place during the Obama administration, not during the Trump administration, Trump wrote. Yeah. Uh, why didn't they do something about it, especially when it was reported that Barack o- or President Obama was informed by the FBI in September before the election? That was his response. To that, uh, he way. did do something about it. He started an investigation, which Trump stopped 
Which is right. why there is a special counsel investigating Trump. <laughs> Does he yes. not remember any of this? Uh, well, you want, all right, here's the continued part of the tweet. Okay. These Russian individuals did their work during the Obama years. Why didn't Obama do something about it? Because he thought crooked Hillary Clinton would win. That's why. He had nothing to do with the Trump administration. But fake news doesn't want to report the truth as usual. Like, you know, you ever see that South Park episode? Um, no, Family Guy episode where Lois runs uh, for mayor and she's losing and all of a sudden she's just like, 9-11 and everybody's like, yeah, woo! Yes, I and, do, yeah. And that's all she does yeah. for the entire, yeah, that, I, that's like this. It's like, oh, we're, he didn't do anything about it because he thought Hillary was going to win. What? <laughs> what? And that's not even true. Like, he started an investigation. It's just, it's crazy. And the evidence that they presented, before we go back to the um, the main story here, is that uh, Russian military stole information of over 500,000 voters. And Rod Rosenstein even said, uh, we don't know if that information directly relayed back to the election and influenced the election at all. They're just saying that this is what happened. Hmm. And that's fine. That's safe to say. Yeah. But, I mean, why would you be stealing voter information if you're not going to use it? Yeah. Yeah. That's my only thought on that. Yeah. And, well, I mean, so, we don't know how they, well, we, there's a lot we don't know, but, I mean, it's clear there was. That is true. It's clear there was interference in the election, and uh, and Trump refuses to see it. Well, oh, although today, yeah. apparently, mm-hmm. he claims that he, it's like, look, I'll, oh, I'll acknowledge yeah. it happened, but it didn't affect me. Yeah. I'm still Mr. Right. President. Yeah. So that's the other thing, too. Uh, all right. We're sidetracking. <laughs> no. We got to go back. We got to go back to the uh, snowball effect here. So when Trump says something, normally his lackeys defend him. Yeah. Right? Usually, yeah. You ever hear of this guy named Bill O'Reilly? Hmm. Yes. Uh, Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. It, <clears throat> it rings a bell. Has something. He was a fan of falafels, if I remember correctly. I believe so. Yeah. yeah, and he did it live, and he did it and live. He did it, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, even he is saying, you know, Putin is a killer, and pressing the president, Rand Paul. Hmm. Uh, I I think we really made uh, this is his this is Rand Paul's um uh, statement. I think really we mistake our response if we think it's about the accountability from the Russians. They're another country. They're going to spy on us. We're going to do the same. We all do it. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, that, more Republicans. Well, that's, that's like an argument from, well, his mom lets him do it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, no. It's a- uh, John, John Weaver, who was um, Huntsman's chief strategist. Okay. Uh John uh, John Huntsman. Yeah, if I know. You remember I know him? John Huntsman. Uh, he tweeted at John Huntsman and said, "Resign if you have any honor." This is like right after. So now he is in trouble. Trump's in trouble. Republicans are all over him. You got fucking John McCain coming out of whatever cave he's been living in over the past couple of months, and he, he he's making statements that he's really disappointed and, and saddened with with all this and. Holy shit. Republicans, and not just like the typical Republicans who are always attacking Trump. 
Trump Republicans across the board are um, not too happy. And look, and, and I don't even think we got to talk about the um, oh, what's his name, the FBI agent who was grilled in front of the House. Um, no, no, we did the, not. The congressional we hearing, did not. <clears throat> yeah. And that, so like it was already like that made Republicans look really stupid because because they just looked like angry people with a grudge against a guy who had an opinion they didn't like. Yeah. And and all I remember is whenever they would go off on their like tangents and and start attacking him for things that have nothing to do with what they're there for, the I forgot what the FBI agent's name is. Or not the was he FBI? Yeah. Yeah, I I remember he he worked for uh, Mueller. Uh, He was just sitting there smirking. (laughs) Yeah, because it was also enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. They, apparently, he had uh, shared texts with his girlfriend at the time about how much of an idiot Trump is, yeah. and he made <laughs> they made him read the texts. <laughs> They're yeah. so fucking funny. They're like, uh, "Can you read the uh, the text from this day?" He's like, "You want me to read them?" And he's like, "And the, the, they're like, yeah, yeah." And he's like, um, "So how was it meeting with the moron today?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's just so perfect. Uh, Joe Walsh, not the guitarist, but mm. the conservative, uh, you know, gun, you know, the, con- the conservative freak. toddler armor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Um, he said in a tweet, Trump just now in front of the whole world, the Mueller probe is to blame, not Russia, just despicable. He is done with Donald Trump. Although it seems like he's actually been done with Donald Trump for a little while. But it's funny because I retweeted that tweet and I was like, I know, it's crazy. Next he'll be saying that we should arm toddlers in the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it, everything Everything about this has been absolutely crazy. Oh, it's been um, nuts. It's been nuts. And then, and, and then as you said, Austin... Today, on Tuesday, he comes out and says, well, I do believe uh, the intel, and I believe all that. I believe it. It's all true, except for the part where it helped me, because it didn't. I won fair and square, especially if you don't count the three million illegal votes that Hillary got from all those people who voted (laughs) illegally. You know how easy it is to vote in America. Uh huh. And if you don't count them or the people who voted against me, I want all the votes, all the votes. Yep. All the we have the biggest inauguration crowd on that day. It was wonderful. (laughs) Here's here's one of my favorites. Uh, This is how we'll we'll end this topic. Okay. Um, (laughs) Fox Business anchor Stuart Varney. You know who he is, right? Yeah, I know who Stuart Varney is. Yeah. Uh, on his show. Or I guess he was a guest on Cavuto, Coast to Coast. Oh, the new Supreme uh, Court Justice, Neil Cavuto? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> um, That's true. He hasn't been confirmed yet. I forgot. No, yeah. So uh, Stuart Varney said it was not a very forceful presentation from President Trump with Putin standing right next to him. And Fox's Neil Cavuto said, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt to maybe it was jet lag and time differences. But holy moly, <laughs> that just mm. responds. <clears throat> you know, that they can't just admit. Yeah, that's Fox speak for like, motherfucker, that was terrible. 
Yeah, Holy yeah. Moly. but yeah. they still find a way to try to pave it off as an excuse. Like, oh, oh he wasn't so uh, you know scary because of jet lag and time differences. Look, yes, because he is the only president to ever fly across the world. Yeah. Come on. Come on, man. So stupid. <laughs> yeah, I know. So stupid. I know. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, jet lag makes you do some weird things like sidle up to foreign dictators and walk oh, yeah, in front yeah. of the queen. Even though that one I actually kind of liked. Because fuck the queen. <laughs> yeah. There are so many politicians that spoke. Bernie Sanders even weighed in a little bit, said, Today is a good day for Putin and the oligarchs in Russia. It is a bad day for the people of the U.S. and all over the world who believe in democracy and who are trying to understand what the what world our idiot president lives in. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's and Bernie I, Sanders. By have well, I told you his, about uh, his my Twitter Medicare page. for all plan? If you'll stay for just five <laughs> exactly. minutes longer, I'll tell you about my minute. Where are you all going? Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Even Hillary Clinton. Even Hillary Clinton. Uh, I guess Hillary said, great World Cup. Question for President Trump as he meets Putin. Do you know which team you play for? Okay. Oh, that's not bad. That's not no, bad. Not. I got to I, I got yeah. to give it to her. It, and then she retweeted her own tweet and said, well, now we know. Oh, <laughs> That's really good. I have to say, if Hillary is dunking her. on you, you are not having a good week. That's not good. Yeah, it's been a bad, bad day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, now people are calling for um, um, Trump's impeachment at a bigger and more impressive rate than before. Yeah. I will say this. That'll do fuck all. Apparently, but... if, a pr- if a president gets impeached because of treason, his entire cabinet has to leave. Yeah, this one was bad. This one, even like re- even Republicans, they just can't. I know. I, they can't face this one. I feel like Fox News was just 24 hours of, uh... <laughs> like, what do we do? Um, what do we do? <laughs> uh, so, blacks, right? They're bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lazy and stuff, exactly. right? Mo- uh, Muslims, what did he say? Muslims, tell me. Oh, my God. Tell me. I don't even know how we're going to cover for this one. <laughs> Let's move to our next story away from Donald Trump. This, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I just don't pay attention to things. Maybe I'm just stupid. Maybe I can't really tell who's who's who. But you ever hear of a guy named Elon Musk? Sure you have. He makes cars. I didn't even get to answer And it, they're yes, electric. <laughs> because everyone knows who Elon Musk is. Okay? He's a billionaire. He's been praised as a climate hero. Of course, I've started a wonderful company. It's been very good. I've yes, been yeah. yeah. Making very the good. electric cars, and I don't know what else you want yeah, from me. Uh-huh. I want you to not be a Republican! Well, look, you just have to give How? money to both sides when you need a favor. And, um, you know, I, I need help sometimes when I need to build submarines to save children, even though it would have been impossible yes. for the submarine to do so. Do, uh, but it was do good us publicity. Do a favor, Elon. Elon, <laughs> Elon. Elon, do us a favor. Get in one of your little planes and fly yourself to Mars because I'm done with you. Uh, done excuse with me. You. They're, they're called the Tesla model rocket. And... Um, they fly <laughs> up to the moon and back if and we take, so choose. And take and your PayPal with you. <laughs> Look, I, I left PayPal long ago, but PayPal is very, very good for people who uh, like paying fees and doing things that a bank has been doing for hundreds of years. 
Now, Austin, I have to say, <laughs> by the this way, comes from that was a spot yeah. on Elon Musk impression because I don't know if <laughs> I even know what good. he sounds like. <laughs> I, I, no, I was hoping you did because I don't. Um, so this this next article, I, I think the problem Huff is that I made him German, and I'm pretty sure he's South African. <laughs> uh, so originally, because it's from HuffPo, and then I see that the, one of the authors of this article is A. Kaufman. I thought it was Andy Kaufman, <laughs> of and I thought, and I thought maybe, and I thought, I thought maybe it was a joke, maybe because Andy Kaufman's a funny guy, except he's dead. So I was like, well, maybe they just got this article from a long time ago, and Elon Musk, you know, maybe he was, a, maybe he was in the future. Did the article end okay? with "Thank you I very much"? I tried to justify it. <laughs> does anybody else Let's remember see. Andy We're Kaufman? Find out. Yeah. Oh my God! It does not. Uh, <laughs> uh, the article is entitled "Elon Musk has donated nearly seven times as much to Republicans this cycle." Well, of course, because um, what possible way could that Go be ahead. defended? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. Billionaire tech entrepreneur, 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 entrepreneur. <laughs> a man widely hailed as a lead world leader in the fight to combat climate change. Well, I mean, what better way to combat climate change than to put people in office who don't believe in it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He uh, has given nearly seven times as much cash to Republican campaigns and political commi com committees this election cycle as he has the Democratic ones. Since the start of 2017, the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX has personally contributed 88, pretty much $89,000 to Republicans, while he gave those on the other side of the aisle $13,000, according to HuffPost. That's like pocket change. Now, it, I mean, either way, it's really small numbers when it, when, when it comes to the big picture. $88,000 is not a lot of money for a lot of these corporate politicians. And yet somehow we can they probably still agree can't on that. pay their employees like a living wage. <laughs> I, I mean, we can talk about that all episode yeah. long, yeah. but we got to focus on the hypocrite himself. Okay. I'm just, I don't, I don't know how to react to this because when you think of Elon Musk, you think of a billionaire, you think of Tesla, you think of his fight for climate change. Now, I'm not saying the Republicans are not allowed to believe in climate change. There are <laughs> some saying that they don't. who do believe in climate <laughs> no, change, but most many. of them don't. Yeah. And if you're going to donate to the party that pretty much wants to override everything that Obama did good for the, uh, the environment, it just doesn't make any sense. Filings show that Musk also gave $50,000 to a joint fundraising committee run by his friend, House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy. Um, from this, uh, this $50,000 donation, McCarthy's committee spent $39,000 to the National Republican Congressional Committee, $5,000 to his PAC, and blah, 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 blah. McCarthy, a climate change, wait for it, skeptic. Oh, with a dismal 3% lifetime score from the League of Con uh, Conservation Voters, joined other Republicans last year in applauding Trump's decision to pull out of the Paris Climate Accord. The guy that he gave money to doesn't believe in global warming, doesn't believe in climate change, 
is a skeptic that it even happens. Okay, and then, I don't think I don't think they get to use that I, word. <laughs> what skeptic? skeptic? Yeah, because what? Oh, skeptic, just they're non-believers. Yeah, skeptic means that um, you're not sure there's enough evidence to believe in something. And if you've studied yeah. climate change at all, it's impossible to be a skeptic because there's so much overwhelming yeah. evidence. He is a climate change denier, just like people are evolution deniers. They're not evolution exactly. skeptics. <laughs> there's, no, you exactly, there's nothing yeah. to be skeptical about. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. Um, let's see. I, I actually haven't read this before, but this is his response to this when, when the story came out. Uh, he says, that said, I do not actually see the checks uh, and in parentheses has changed that policy today. Uh, animal a- annual amount goes out automatically to both parties to maintain dialogue. I have given vastly more to humanitarian causes. So that's what his response is, that he gives money, but he doesn't know where it goes. That's fucking that's bullshit. Excuse? That's ridiculous. Bullshit. You're a billionaire. You're you're a billionaire. You don't get to be a billionaire just by making a lot of money. You know where your money's going. I don't want to hear that. I, 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 working at a, at a fucking country club, I know that every single person who has money knows exactly how much money they're spending every day. Yeah. That's part of the reason that why you get there. Yeah, it's true. It's because you're, you're extraordinarily frugal. Yeah. So don't tell me that you don't know where your fifty thousand dollars is going. You can't say that fifty thousand goes to this Kevin McCarthy and then uh, ten thousand goes to Diane Feinstein. You know exactly who's getting money. I, I that's a terrible excuse. Yeah, it's pathetic. Fuck you, Elon Musk. Fuck you and your stupid Tesla. Now I, I don't want a Tesla anymore. I wanted a Tesla. I really don't want a Tesla anymore. Somebody else, a, a liberal, has to come out and make something. Bernie Sanders, get let's get on that. Let's make electric. Well, Tom, you know, electric Tom, cars. they have. It's called the subway system. Well, like that was that was the big public uh, transportation thing. That's the whole point. Right, is that listen, it's liberal right, transportation. Listen, you moved. You moved to New York. All right, listen. <laughs> you moved to New York, and all of a sudden you're talking about public transportation. You know what we have over here? We have a cab that if you get in there, you're never coming out. You're going to die know, in that car. And that's what I'm. Okay? That's what I'm saying. That instead of buying, you know, a hundred thousand dollar electric cars, maybe invest in a public transportation system, even in the rural areas. No. no. We have to go back to fucking hor- not we're not going to fuck horses by the way that was about to come out completely incorrect. We need to go back to riding horses. That's just as bad. We need fucking horses in our lives. No, that's still wrong. We need that's what Tom to has on have his profile. horses. It's some horses. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, let's just talk about our friend Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, sure. future president of the United States of America, if you don't mind. Yeah, Madam President, go ahead. Madam President, yeah. Um, okay, so I was going to start this off by saying that she and Bernie are going to be um, stumping together, if you will, but not in New York, not for her, but I believe in Kansas. I think there's another progressive running in Kansas. Because, of that, course, if uh, we're going to stump so together, be- where else would we go? But Kansas? Yeah, Kansas. <laughs> we'll go to Kansas. <laughs> I, I could be completely wrong. <laughs> no, I think you're right, yeah. Um, but this is the real article that I found 
while like as soon as I woke up from a nap before. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Typical cyclist. I yeah. I I had a dream while I was napping, and it was that we lived in a socialist utopia. Um, mm. And then I realized that it was just Denmark. Yeah, and then I looked cold. at the the uh, price of flights to Denmark, and I thought uh, capitalism is keeping me away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Alexandro Ocasio-Cortez may or may not be, and I'm going to go with the may part, be pissing off every establishment Democrat in the country right now. <laughs> and it's quite nice. Yeah. Uh, to start this off, though, we got to talk about Joe Crowley, the uh, corporate Democrat of, God, what was it, 13 years? The fourth, ra- yeah. the fourth highest ranked Democrat in the country. And the subject the of wa- a 1980s Ozzy Osbourne song. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah not my favorite song nah, like well it was about a real scumbag so oh perfect absolutely perfect um well and also the person that she ended up beating in an embarrassing loss uh just a couple weeks ago well apparently joe crowley never officially pulled out of the um of the ballot so he did go out and say to uh, to the public, I am endorsing Ocasio-Cortez. But w- while doing that, he never removed himself from a ballot. And apparently he's considering running for a third party. Well, yeah, right, right now he's on the working, what is it, the working families party ballot line? Right. Which, who originally endorsed him, but as soon as he lost, quickly endorsed Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. And they even went out on their Twitter profile and they said that exact same thing. Like, listen, we don't even support you right now. We yeah. support Ocasio-Cortez. Um, and, and I guess the way she's attacking Crowley, and let's be honest, establishment Democrats is not sitting well with certain Democrats in this country. Uh, a, good exa- a good example is a, a guy I've actually never heard of, Bill Peschkrell from New Jersey, uh, Democrat from New Jersey. Yeah, I'm sure he's brilliant. Yeah, I have no idea who he is. Uh, And he says, she's carrying on and she ain't going to make friends that way. Joe conceded, wished her well. She said... And then uh, ran against her on the third party ticket. Come on. Yeah. If she did that, they'd be freaking the fuck out. (laughs) I mean, this was ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, my God. They would make such a big deal about it. Such a big deal. Oh, Peter Dow would have a stroke. (laughs) Oh my God, he's stroking something right now, though. <laughs> Man, he is still he is still on that on that weird kick where he's supporting progressives, and I just can't have this. Peter, now we need you back on the other side. This is ridiculous. I look, look, Tom. Look, I'm trying to be woke. I'm trying to be woke wow. and and progressive and um. Mm-hmm. Well, really, it was my wife, Mrs. Dow. She uh, deleted all my Hillary <laughs> pictures off of my laptop. <laughs> And so I've decided the, to play listen, nice until she lets me have them back. It's the people who kidnapped him. Let's be real. Yeah. Let's be real. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's the Chapo guys. Dow. They kidnapped him and it's, they're holding him ransom. Yeah. And they've gotten a hold of his Twitter accounts. A-L-C-E-E. Alstie Hastings, Democrat from Florida, offered a similar message, saying success in the 435-member house comes slowly and hinge hinges largely on the ability of lawmakers to forge constructive relationships with other members. And she says this, meteors fizz out. 
What she will learn in this institution is that it's glacial to begin with, and therefore, no matter how far you rise, that's just how far you will ultimately get. Yeah, meteors fizzle out, but unknown people who have giant corporate backing never lose. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. I and and you know what? I think they're wrong. I I think they're one hundred percent wrong. Of course, they are. What? Because look at Bernie Sanders. Even without even without him, look at Barack Obama. He was a state senator, and then he was a senator for what? A couple years? Right. Four four years. Four years. And then he was president. That meter went all the way to the top and then disappointed everyone. (laughs) Meanwhile, the progressive side is loving it. Like we are. We're loving it. (laughs) Keep this fucking shit up. This is, to me, it's amazing. To a lot of people, especially the uh, corporate Dems, they don't like it because they know one way or another it's the progressives that are going to eventually overtake the corporates. Mm. Eventually, people are not going to... If they have a choice between a progressive and a corporate Democrat, they're probably going to lean for the progressives. Yeah. It's just what's, they, it's what's been Because they actually have something to sell. All right. Um, so that's the news for this week. <laughs> Whoo, man. Oh, man. Every week gets more and more interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, hopefully in a couple of weeks we'll be talking about, you know, the the end of this presidency. Mm. I I doubt yeah. it. I I totally doubt it. But I don't know anymore. <laughs> but Austin. a boy can dream. I, a boy can dream, <laughs> yeah. and dream I shall. We'll be right back with Kevin from the Nerdy Things Podcast, Kevin. and he's going to tell us about pop culture and stuff like that. And I'm going to embarrass myself as always. Mm. So we'll see you then. All right, sounds good. Welcome back to the Dowcast. Oh my god! Every fucking time. <laughs> Every fucking time. It's yeah. right. Uh, joining us now, all the way from the Neverland known as Massachusetts. I, I don't know. Matt, hi, Mass. Hi, how are you? Um, uh, I don't know. What, <laughs> wow. It was well, Neverland, listen. and then it was a personification of land. I don't understand. Yeah, where I, was going. I don't know. I know. This this went off the rails very. It quickly. did. <laughs> You should be used to that. Yeah, oh, I am. I listen to you guys. I know. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a while. Uh yeah, that person, that voice that you hear, that magnificently deep voice is the one and the only Kevin. Hi Kevin. Hello everyone. <laughs> How are you? Well, you know, good. How how's everything going with you? Can't complain. Good. Absolutely. You know, still having fun. Nerdy Things podcast. Yeah. Everything is fine podcast. Working on a secret project podcast with my wife. That's going to be fun. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was actually just about to ask how uh, Nerdy Things is going. Everything going pretty well, it sounds. So that's good. That's good. Yeah, we actually, we switched to every two weeks so that we could have room to do other stuff. Okay. Like videos and like singular interviews and other like sort of free range things so that we can work on that sure. and not have to make filler episodes and just kind of focus in on specific things, which I think is really gonna it's really gonna help. Okay. So that sounds cool. pretty good. Yeah. Um did you already start that or you're going to be starting that? We have started that. We've started the the every two week thing. So we record 
every other Thursday night. The episodes come out every other Friday, but we still have Everything is Fine, the Good Place podcast coming out every Monday because we record two episodes of that at a time. So plenty to listen to. Plenty to listen to. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that is. Great. But now you're here, and you're going to hopefully shed some pop culture knowledge our way. And there's actually a little bit of a, a little twist to this uh, segment today, which I'm looking forward to. Um, so, But before we do any of that, uh, Austin and I have our drinks for this uh, segment. Austin, what are you drinking? Oh, I am drinking another one of the Yard's Ales of the Revolution. Ooh, I'm having different one? the uh, Poor Richard's Tavern Spruce. I can't remember if that was the one I had before or not. I don't remember either. Yeah, uh, so. <laughs> I, I think it. I think it did have it. It's like the really, really sweet one, right? It's not that sweet, uh, it's, it like- but it's sweeter than the porter and probably okay. the lager. So yeah. That's probably the one that I don't like. I, I think. think it is the one you don't like, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's still a decent beer. Just, you know, not my thing. If you're not into the malty kind of taste, you're not going yeah. into it. Yeah, it's a malt brev- beverage brewed with natural flavors, molasses, spruce tips, and sprigs. Very I don't know nice. what a sprig is, but okay. I'm I'm having, uh, I'm still drinking Trogues, because that was the beer that I announced when the show first started, because this oh, is of not course. the first segment. Yeah, remember yeah. that part? Yep. Um, it's It's their Java Head Stout, you know. Oh yeah, it's that's a good one. With coffee beans, seven point five ABV. So it's a nice, it's a nice flavorful beer. I'm enjoying it. So okay. uh, now, Kevin, I heard you're being lame and you're not joining us. Is that true? Uh, you know what? I'm having some water, but I do have some Down East Cider Aloha Friday blend in the fridge that I'm going to have later. Okay. Ooh. So so okay. So you're going to have your segment drink. After the segment, that's fine. I think that that's right. acceptable. What do you think? Well, I have to drink when listening to it to get through it. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, mm. that's why I don't. That's why I do not listen to our show when I'm driving because I have right. to do the same thing. And you know, yeah, that's yeah. Concerned about the law there. <laughs> that you know that drinking and driving. Okay. Right, Tom, anyway, <laughs> let us <laughs> let us move on and begin this month's segment, known as. The Not Politics Report. Okay. Kevin, what what have we missed over the past month of pop culture? I know there's been a lot, so go ahead and start us off. What have we missed? So there's been some movement on uh, the Glass movie coming out by M. Night Shyamalan. We've got a trailer for that. Uh, that is uh, – it's the – basically third movie in the Bruce Willis unbreakable movie series. Uh, we had another one split that was a surprise sequel to the unbreakable movies. Did you ever see unbreakable with Bruce Willis? Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Absolutely. I have. That's a hard no. Okay. <laughs> um, it's, it's a superhero movie that isn't from DC or Marvel. Uh, it's basically Bruce Willis gets in a train accident and survives without a scratch and finds out that he is one of a select few people that has a genetic mutation that just makes him essentially invulnerable. Okay. And he meets up with, uh, what's his name? Um, Samuel L. Jackson, who is Mr. Glass, who has the opposite mutation. And he's been looking for Bruce Willis's character for years because he figured if someone could be as brittle as he is, then there'd be someone as strong as Bruce Willis is. And then that, you know, many years later, they did another movie, Split, uh, where they had a guy who had split personalities played by James McAvoy, who is in some of the X-Men movies. And his split split personalities are all completely different people. And some of them have 
weird powers to them. And at the end of that movie, you see Bruce Willis sitting in a diner watching a TV that, that announces that all of this has happened. And so this is the third movie where Mr. Glass kind of recruits uh, the guy from Split and they kind of, you know, try to become bad guys. I'm not sure I'm looking forward to this, but it's happening. Why are you not looking forward to it? It sounds interesting. I don't know. Like, is there a specific reason? It's M. Night Shyamalan. He's... Have you any idea who he is? He did Signs. I've I've heard of the name. Oh, I've seen Signs. That's with Mel Gibson, right? I think it's The Village. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen that one. What's the other one? Um, The the other one with Bruce Willis. Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense. Oh, he did that Um, movie, too. I I never saw that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've heard of it. So they're all movies. That's I See see Dead People. That's that movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you watch the movie, and at the end of the movie, there's a twist, and everything suddenly makes sense. And that's great. And honestly, when the, when these movies first started coming out, mm-hmm. that was amazing because you'd go to the movie, you'd have no idea what's going on. But now his name is almost synonymous with that twist. Okay. And so you expect it. And so I, at least I spend the whole movie sitting there going, oh, is it going to be this? Oh, is it going to be that? And it's never, it either never lives up to that expectation or it's just not there. Mm. So let me ask you. Let me ask you this: Is uh, is he, I'm not going to try to pronounce the name because I'm just going to. I'm going to. I will embarrass myself. Is he director that we're speaking of a good director, or because of this notable flaw, his movies are not really that good? So they were fine, but then we had the uh, the one with the trees that were killing everybody. Oh, Marky the Mark. happening! <laughs> oh my god, the happening! Excuse yeah. me, and what? What oh. happened? Oh, don't explain Mark, it to him. It, it'll just take Marky too long. Marky Mark. Well, I never Mark heard of Mark. Yeah, he left the Funky Bunch. The Funky and, Bunch. Uh, now we're just he's, he got into acting. Up, but okay. Yeah, you have to remember that's before Tom's time. <laughs> it is. Youngins. What the fuck um, does so that anyway. mean? Marky Mark. What is that? Mark Wahlberg was a, it, a rapper? Yep. Yeah. No. Part of Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Mark. Younger brother yeah. of Donnie Wahlberg. One of the... Uh, the You know what? Google it. I, I'm doing time. it it's right fine. now. Mar- Marky. Oh, my God. The first thing that comes up is, oh, my God. What is the, this? Uh, when you come up here, I'll take you to Wahlburgers. We'll go through the whole thing. I've been, uh, I've been there. The I, I've actually been there. The burger joint. But I yeah. did not. Oh, this is weird. Okay. Uh, go ahead. So trees killing Mark Wahlberg. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So with that one, it was just, I don't know. I felt like the twist was there just to have the twist. Gotcha. And it was stupid. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I felt like they were reaching at that point. And that was the point that I really stopped paying attention to these movies. All right, what else you got for us then? Well, speaking of bald guys that really shouldn't be acting, Triple X Four. Okay, hold on one second. Might be filming in China. (sighs) If you you put in Triple X into the search engine, you're not going to get what you're thinking. That's exactly right. You know what? You are 100% accurate. That's (laughs) not what I got. That is. Oh, oh. Nope. Okay, we're just going to go ahead close that search and save for later. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yep. Triple Vin Diesel mm-hmm. oh, is okay. uh he he basically got the rights back to Triple X and the Xander Cage character and he is making as many movies of this as he can. He he kind of wanted this uh from what I understand to be the action movies that the Fantastic uh Fast and Furious, sorry, Fast and Furious movies haven't been recently because he is not the star of them anymore uh-huh. with the rock and Jason Statham getting their own spinoff, which is starting soon uh, with Idris Elba as the bad guy. But triple X four 
sequel to the Triple X three that I never saw. <laughs> okay. And Triple X two starring Ice Cube uh-huh. is I'm sure it's gonna be a great movie. You know what it's I'm concerned be... about, oh, Kevin? Sure. I went I on I went on their IMDB page here for Triple yeah. X four and they have nothing for this movie. The only things that I see are that it's in color and it's in the USA. That's literally oh, all that I see. That's encouraging. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's it actually says plot unknown. <laughs> like oh what? Well, it really should just say plot unimportant. <laughs> <That's a triple laughs> X movie. Exactly. Explosions. Yeah. 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 One of my biggest pet peeves is the divide between superhero movies. Okay. And the fact that there's two major players, but so many different asterisks on each of them that separate it out. And so I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the differences between all of the different superhero movies out there mm-hmm. and who owns what. Hmm. So that, you know, like th- it, this is something I'm passionate about for whatever reason. So, mm-hmm. And so I want to inflict that on other people. So is it safe to say that this is like a bigly topic? Bigly, nerdly topic. Ooh, Ooh. okay. Okay. Like all right. So um, <laughs> here's Kevin from the Nerdathang podcast. With the the uh, bigly nerdy topic report topic <laughs> topic report it's the it's the bigly nerdy topic report oh wow right mm. oh, boy. oh boy um go go ahead I'm 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 actually curious about this and uh, I hope you don't get too upset because I'm going to be asking questions and I'm I hope you do and I'm, that's fine and, feel free and to interrupt am... at any point as I said before we started this I'm I wrote down so many notes for this I have literally pages and pages of notes I am probably not going to be reading from them I'm just going to be speaking from the heart okay so right. me too feel free believe me me too <laughs> yeah well one of the biggest things to me that was a, a major touchstone of comic books and comic book stories is that they are serialized stories. They, they've, they have monthly uh, issues that come out or sometimes more than that, sometimes every two weeks, every week, whatever it is. But, but the stories are told over a much larger span and they'll reference earlier stories and expand on them. Okay. That's not to say there aren't one shot stories within them that may or may not connect to the larger continuity, mm-hmm. but that is sort of the point of comic books that they're, they're like the the child of newspaper comic strips. If you collect those into larger collections and put them out once a month, that is effectively what comic books are. And and these serialized stories, they've been around for many years. Superhero stories have been around since a you know as we know them at least since the 1930s. Okay. With Popeye, the Phantom, uh Wait, they they were what? several years before What was the first one you said? Popeye? Popeye? Popeye, the Sailor Man? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Superhero? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Eats a bunch of spinach, gets really strong, kicks ass. How is he not a hero? Is is hold my mind literally just melted. <laughs> um so is Popeye is that like an opinion or people call him a superhero? I would call him a superhero. That's really interesting. I I mean you're I'm not disagreeing with you once you once you broke it down like that, it makes sense. I'm just like, what? Okay. All right. So Popeye, yeah. uh, the superhero. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But Superman really showed up in like 1938. Okay. And that starts the golden age of comic books. 
And from that golden age, we get the, the sort of big name characters like Superman, Batman, Captain Marvel, Wonder Woman, and Captain America. Okay. Of those on that list, only two of them are owned by Marvel Comics. The others are owned by DC Comics. Okay. And – you know, Marvel Comics has been around for a very long time. They are most widely known for having Stan Lee uh, being sort of synonymous with Marvel Comics. He he actually was married to, I believe it's the sister of the man who started Timely Comics, which later became Atlas Comics, which later became Marvel Comics. Okay. So Stan Lee was working there from about 1939 up until essentially now he's he's still effectively uh, employed by Marvel but he started off as just the kid that filled the ink wells for the comics and later became an editor and then you know grew into the the publisher and and later back to like senior editor but he his guiding hand is shown throughout Marvel comics in that they're a little more serial than DC comics DC has other characters in it, like I said, Batman, Wonder Woman, but most of those characters, they're the old school idealized superheroes. They're they're flawless people. Superman has no weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the the serialized TV show with George Reeves that they introduced the the kryptonite that is Superman's known weakness. And they did that so that George Reeves could go on vacation. <laughs> but <laughs> but okay. all of these characters are are the strongest, the biggest, the buffest, they have no character flaws. They're rich or they're well-loved or whatever they are. They don't have any crisis in their lives. Meanwhile, when Stan Lee was tasked with creating a new comic book from scratch, he created the Fantastic Four. And this was in the 60s. He created them specifically to have flaws. And they fought amongst themselves and they got sick sometimes and they worried about what people thought about them. And they're a little more down to earth. Okay. Stanley has been there for the creation of Spider-Man who throughout the run of comics has been sick tons of times, has fallen in and out of love, has been hated by everybody. And, and it makes them more human. Marvel comics are set in real cities, you know, like New York, Salt Lake City, Los Angeles, where DC sets theirs in cities that they've made up for this so that they don't have to worry about being any one thing. So you have Superman from Metropolis, Batman from Gotham, you've got Coast City, you've got all these other places where these heroes are from so that they don't have to have any connection to our world. And I think that makes Marvel a little more relatable, at least to me. You know, you see Spider-Man swinging through New York City and it's supposed to be New York City, yeah. and it is New York City. Yeah, you have I agree landmarks and bridges and all this other stuff in the background, and I, I love that. Are all of the characters in Marvel in real cities, or do any of them follow along the lines of DC here, and they have their own universe? I think they're all, for the most part, heroes in actual big cities, mm-hmm. but they may be from smaller cities that got made up, okay, or blown off the earth, but. You know, it's it's a little more down to earth in that way. Mm. And and the, the characters for Marvel, they tend to reflect the era in which they were created, too. I mean, we've talked a little bit in the past about the X-Men being uh, a metaphor for civil rights. Mm-hmm. 
and and they were created during the time of Vietnam War, the civil rights protests, the Cuban Missile Crisis, and they've sort of evolved with that time. Uh, the Punisher, same thing. He was created as someone who had fought in the Vietnam War, but every time they reboot the Punisher, they change when he he served and what happened to him to to make sure that he's still fresh. Where you know Superman. Is he has his alter ego Clark Kent, who's a reporter for a newspaper, and newspapers are dying and have been for years. <laughs> they have, no. yeah. You know, in the most recent Superman movie, Henry Cavill Superman shows up essentially out of nowhere and lands a job at the largest newspaper in Metropolis. Okay, it, it just it's unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, you've got Spider Man's alter ego Peter Parker, sure. who's a high school nerd. And then in the comics goes on to sell uh, photographs of Spider-Man to the Daily Bugle because he's the only one that knows where Spider-Man's going to be. Right. He becomes a high school teacher. He marries oh. uh, his his sweetheart, Mary Jane Watson, who was like the fourth or fifth girl he dated in the comics. Wow. And then they're not married anymore because he wished her away to save his aunt. And, mm. you know, he's he's leading – he's CEO of Parker Industries, the leading tech company in that universe. And now he's homeless and living on someone's couch because he had to sabotage his own company. Oh. But there's growth and there's change and there's less of that in DC Comics with their heroes. You've got Batman who's a billionaire who fights a clown and is still a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> You've it, got Superman who died in the 90s and he's now back. Is it safe to say – now, I, just going by from what I hear, is it safe to say that you're more of a Marvel person than a DC person? I would say that. Yeah. You know, I, I look at the DC characters and I realize that really Superman's biggest problem in his personal life is worrying that his girlfriend will figure out that when he takes off his glasses, he doesn't look any different at all. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Seriously, Lois Lane, what is wrong with you? Yeah. He's as big as a house. Yeah. Yeah. You would imagine that that'd be noticeable. Yeah, for sure. You know, where Spider-Man's biggest problems are really in the earlier comics, how he's going to pay rent, buy his food, <laughs> or even running out of his web fluid because he cannot buy the supplies to make. Well, there's mm -hmm. your American capitalism working just as well as it is now. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's 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 a really interesting point of view. I, I mean, I, I, I would have personally never have known that. That shouldn't be a surprise. But um, I, I wonder how many people don't even realize that and they're into these comic books. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not just the comics, too. Specifically, the movies mm -hmm. are really, really confusing for both of these companies. Okay. You know, DC had the early lead with their Superman movies, and, and they had that for a long time. Uh, it was really, I mean, I'm looking at my notes here. 1951, George Reeves was Superman, uh, and that held strong. You had 1966's Batman. 1978's Superman and its sequel with Christopher Reeve. Uh, 82, you had Swamp Thing and Superman 3. Uh, 93 brought us Supergirl. 94 was Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Oh, my God. But this really held up for them until about 97 when Marvel started to sell off some of their rights to their comics. I mean, DC was is basically part of Warner Brothers. They were backed by Warner Brothers. They could make movies and make money off those movies whenever they wanted. Okay. Marvel didn't have that backing of a movie studio. And so during a time of upheaval at Marvel's, quite a few of their artists left uh, to start their own company or to go to 
to DC. And, and so Marvel was, was having a lot of trouble because right about that time, comic sales slumped in addition to all of that. Mm. And so they sold off the rights to most of their characters for movies just to try to stay afloat. Mm-hmm. And so you had the, the Fantastic Four went to a company called Constantine Films, which in order to keep the rights for it, made an, a movie for the Fantastic Four in 1994 that was never released because it was so poorly made. Jeez, really? Oh, yeah. Blade was made in 98 by New Line Cinema and its sequel in 2002. Uh, they also picked up the rights to Iron Man, but those reverted back to Marvel. Okay. 20th Century Fox bought the X-Men, Daredevil, uh, which had a terrible bo- portrayal by Ben Affleck, and Elektra in 2005, played by uh, Jennifer Garner, who, you know, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner should never have gotten together, but I think <laughs> I think we can blame Marvel for that. Yeah. <laughs> And there was actually a Nick Fury made-for-TV movie starring David Hasselhoff. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, Do you oh mean yeah. that guy that was popular for like 10 minutes in the 80s and 90s? Okay. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Michael Knight is the best. David Hasselhoff is the worst. He's totally by far the worst, yeah. All right. So, Kevin, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at a list here on, on the Googs. Um, of all the DC movies and all the Marvel movies, yes. and I kind of have an idea of what the answer is, but and I don't know if you know the actual numbers involved with this, but which uh, movie franchise, DC or Marvel, has been doing better? Because one looks extremely, extremely strong, but maybe I'm wrong. Wh- which one's been doing better? Marvel's been doing much better. I that's kind of what I assume. I mean, I see Avengers, I see Black Panther, Thor, oh, Thor Ragnarok is the one that no one seems to like. Um, the Avengers and uh, all the Iron Men, Mans, Iron, all the yeah. Iron Mans, and then on DC, it's like I see the Dark Knight and Watchmen and Aquaman, and I just like I don't know. I it just it, it doesn't look very strong. Well, so yeah. does so I kind of I guess that kind of leads to my next question, which superheroes do better? Like in the actual comic books, is it Marvel that does better? Is well, maybe now I don't know about in the past, or does DC do better? You know what? They often fight back and forth, neck and neck between the two of them. It, it, a lot of it is about getting the hype and and sort of getting ahead for just a short amount of time. Mm. Uh, okay. Or you know, I, I I would even imagine that. Because I, I tried to Google this and couldn't get specific numbers, but I would imagine that DC would do a little bit better for the comic book side of it because it's a little more – I don't know. There's – they've just rebooted. They've sort of tried to simplify everything. Even that, they can't really get right. But Marvel's a little more all over mm. the place. Um, at okay. least in the comic books and in, in the movies. So you, you mentioned the Dark Knight, uh, Batman. So Batman Begins came out in, I think it was 2005. And that really marks the start over of like the dark, gritty superhero movies. There, there were several around that time, but this is the one that really sort of set the tone and, and did well. There were three movies in that series, Batman Begins, uh, Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. And they starred... Uh, Yelly McGee there. I can't think of his name. Uh, yeah. Christian Bale. But <laughs> uh, it it really, it got people so excited about superhero movies again in a time when they were just, 
campy and silly and and mm-hmm. you even had references to this in movies like uh I am uh who is it I am legend with uh Will Smith where mm-hmm. in the background this was supposed to be set in 2020 in the background you see a marquee for a movie theater that has a Batman Superman logo yeah. on it yep. and people were like oh they're going to be making a movie with Batman and Superman and yet you didn't really get that effectively. DC has always kind of been playing huh. catch up even when they were in mm. the lead because right. at about that time they did Superman returns with Brendan Routh, which is hope uh, he's not a good actor. He's now on, <laughs> he's on the okay. arrow or uh, legends of tomorrow on DC DC's TV series that they're running, which is also a shit show. But okay. this is a movie that, basically co-opts the other two two of the other superman movies from the 70s and 80s so superman returns is a sequel to superman 2 they don't ever say this but they kind of hint at it which is which is basically dc's mo for all of what they've done with mm. all of this dc has always kind of wanted to have this bigger movie universe that marvel created but hasn't been able to commit mm. to it where and I think, frankly, some of that is that they have the backing of Warner Brothers. And so they're making these movies to make money as their number one. And, and don't get me wrong. They're all making these movies yeah. to make money. Sure. But Marvel, especially after they sold off the rights to all their other movies, you know, uh, the big things that that really set this apart is like Sony bought Spider-Man and uh, Fox bought uh, the X-Men and Deadpool. And basically it's Columbia Pictures. Fox uh, owns the Spider-Man, Ghost Rider things. And and 20th Century Fox owns anything X-Men and Fantastic Four related. And that's why Marvel in 2008 had to do a movie about Iron Man, who was one of their B-list characters. Mm. He was not a huge name in comic books. Spider-Man is one of the most profitable names in comic book heroes. And so Marvel made an Iron Man movie by giving it to Jon Favreau, who is a huge Iron Man fan. Okay. Who brought on his friend Terrence Howard to play Rhodey. Terrence Howard talked them into hiring Robert Downey Jr., who was at the bottom of his, his career He'd been thrown out of movies for his drug addiction and just wasn't really acting. And so he made very little for this movie. And it was just a good movie. They they really didn't have a good script for it. They just fumbled their way through. But in the end, they put together something that you could tell was made by someone who gave a shit about the story. Sure. And it set the tone. you know what's what's kind of weird is I you, you know me I don't know anything about these fucking movies I don't know anything about uh, the, the comic book heroes I honestly I had I had no clue other, uh, who Iron Man was other than from the song from Black Sabbath and um, I saw all three of the Iron Man movies yeah at, and I I still don't know anything about the lore or anything like that but I just enjoyed the movies. Um, so yeah, you're right. You can you can tell something was different with that because it got people like me interested in those kind of movies. And and you've had some stumbles with the Marvel universe and the fact that they are making this big universe. You're going to have things that contradict themselves. You're going to say things that later you wish you hadn't said. 
it happens. They have 20 movies out in the last 10 years that are set in the same universe. That's mm-hmm. astounding. Is the Avengers in the comics really only existed to start because they had a bunch of heroes that didn't warrant their own titles for comic books. And so they, sure. they own the rights to them. Why not put them together and make a superhero team? And if some of them become popular enough that you can spin them off and do that, great. If not, you've got a team of superheroes. And that's what they did with the movies mm. as well. They started with Iron Man. And they at the end of that, they teased the Avengers by bringing in uh, Nick Fury in, in the form of Samuel L. Jackson. And he had one throwaway line. They were hoping it would lead to more, but didn't really get there. You know, Mm -hmm. you had around the same time the Ed Norton Hulk movie came out. And at the end of that, Robert Downey Jr. showed up and was talking to uh, Ross, the bad guy in in that movie. And he was talking about the Avengers and all of that stuff, too. So it's like they were starting that. And then it took off from there because they brought in Joss Whedon to oversee the Marvel movies. And he was there until... I think it was the end of the second Avengers movie where he was the guy, the one guy that all the ideas had to go mm. through. And he made sure that there was a consistency of story and that you didn't have overlapping characters and that you didn't mention someone or show someone in something. And then in the next movie completely erase mm. that. I, and I'm sure there's so much more that we're missing and I'm sure there's so much more that we could talk about. Um, but yeah, that was some of the most informative uh info some of the most informative info yeah that's that's a pre- yeah that's right uh on comic books or com- the, the whole dc I marvel trouble, thing like two words in the middle uh, sentence yeah yeah, yeah. You didn't know where i ran i ran it. out of yeah i ran into a wall <laughs> there um, no but seriously thank you so much for all the info um and that was interesting to learn about glad i could be uh, there yeah, absolutely. Uh, why don't you take this time to do, uh, as you always do, plug your show, plug anything that you like. Well, thanks. Plug your shows. I plural. appreciate it. I promise anyone listening, I am more interesting on my own show, Nerdy Things Podcast, because I rely on Tom and Austin to make me look good here, and I don't have that crutch <laughs> on my own show. You can find us every other week at nerdythingspod.com. You'll also find our other shows there where we host Nerdy People Play D&D. We host the Good Place podcast, Everything is Fine, which comes out every week where we follow one episode of NBC's The Good Place with an episode of ours. Uh, And we have uh, Jules, one of my co-hosts there, has his own podcast, S.A. Sounds, where he goes over musicians from the San Antonio area. Oh, cool. Very cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and the plenty of content, plenty of information, uh, love your shows. I haven't been, uh, I'm a little bit behind. I, I got to admit, I'm a little bit behind the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm actually behind almost all of my podcasts, but you know, that's, that's the way it goes, I guess. <laughs> I hate that feeling. It's weird. It's weird. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Well, Kevin, thank you as always for coming on and educating us on, well, specifically me, <laughs> Pop Culture Austin. Austin is pretty much like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yep. common knowledge. Oh, yeah. And you then I'm there that? and I'm here like, what? That's amazing. <laughs> Mind <Who?"> blown. <laughs> Thanks as always. Uh, we will be in touch again. And I can't imagine 
I can't imagine what else we're going to miss. One month of no pop culture, <laughs> and we miss everything. <laughs> so thank you, Kevin. Uh, please check out the Nerdy Things podcast to, if you want more of this and less of me. <laughs> Let's take a break from this madness. Also, also at one point called a shit show, <laughs> and we'll be right back. All right, sounds good, Tom. <laughs> So ends our big dumb show. It has been a pleasure today, an absolute pleasure mm. to talk <laughs> to talk about our treasonous president and his administration and all that good stuff. It's been fantastic. It really has. Yeah. Austin, what are your final thoughts? Um, impeachment now. Impeachment tomorrow. Um, impeachment forever. Forever See, and ever. If you, and if ever. you replace segregation with impeachment, <laughs> that speech doesn't sound so awful. <laughs> it doesn't sound as bad. No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound at nearly as bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yes, our president has most likely committed treason, but I don't think that's shocking to any of us. Um, and, and he's done it probably out of stupidity, which is even less shocking. <laughs> Yeah, because apparently there were reports coming out saying that he thought it went really well. (laughs) Of course he did, because he's an idiot. (laughs) Oh, he is an idiot, that is for sure. And um, I think I would just like to say, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, please, please keep pissing off all of the donut uh, Twitter people and all of the establishment Democrats. (laughs) It's so hilarious watching their meltdowns. It is. It's really fun. Yeah, it is fun. And you know what? Fuck it. You're not. You're not going to Washington to cozy up with them. You're not. No, you're going not, to Washington going to, to make like change. You, and you're not going to like no. them. Yeah, exactly. No matter what you do, you can butter up to them as much as you want. If you stick to your platform, they're not going to like you because no. you're not going to support their ideas. Nope. So fuck it. If that's going to happen, then just go ahead and fucking do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and for everybody interested in the upcoming elections. Look out for the house race in Washington where Sarah Smith has a good chance of pulling in Ocasio-Cortez and upsetting a long-standing incumbent. And then, you know, we have a chance to send another incredibly progressive woman to Congress. Who's been on our show. Who's been on our show. Who's been on our show. Okay. (laughs) Tom always with the marketing in the back of his mind. (laughs) But yes, so let's let's pull for her. And... um, I'm going to start tweeting about that race, you know, coming up soon to try to raise awareness because I know all of our tweeting really tipped the scales in the last election. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've, we're, we're like Russia influencing elections. Yeah. So That's you can thank us, Alexandria. And, uh... Yes. Oh, it was all us. <laughs> um, anything else? No, nope, that's all I got. I mean, it's hard. I say this a lot. It's really, it's <laughs> it's really hard. hard. I say this a lot. <laughs> it's always <laughs> hard. To... <laughs> To keep up with the news. Oh, okay. Glad you finished that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's It really is. It's a difficult task yeah. to keep up with everything that's going on. I, I'll tell you this. Two days ago, I had my line of stories, at least in my head, not in paper, because I wait until the last second to do that. <laughs> um, 
And the stories that I was going to go over, none of them were covered today, except for the Ocasio-Cortez. Mm. None that of them. That was the only one that stuck. And huh? then one thing, yeah, and then one thing after another, after another, after another. And it's like, well, there goes my fucking plan. <laughs> you know, and there's, and there's other cool stories, too. Like, you know the, the, uh, the band and activist group Pussy Riot? Yeah, of course. Yeah. In Russia? So they staged a um, like a, a a run onto the field on the final in Russia for the World Cup. Oh, nice! So a fan or one of them or one of the people that's part of their group ran onto the field uh, during the World Cup final, which doesn't happen. No, and Putin was there, Macron was there, all the world leaders Macron. were there, at least the ones who were involved, Croatia and all that. Mm-hmm. And and that happened, and that's a cool little story because they're 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 in jail right now. They got sentenced to a thirty day jail sentence. Um, but it's that's a story I wanted to talk about. Never got to because everything else happened, which is fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is what it yep. is. Other than that, uh, thank you, Kevin, for coming on our show yeah, and telling us about the uh, pop of the culture. <laughs> Yeah, so that's all I have for my final thoughts. Um, we do have a couple things we got to go over before we do the social medias and all that. Oh, what we have a couple more comments. Ooh, yeah, we have a couple more comments sweet. and reviews and a new patron. <gasps> so lots of stuff. Let uh, uh, lots of stuff. It was a very eventful week. <laughs> so let's go to iTunes for <laughs> that review. Just totally. It comes from our good friends Miles and Crawford. Uh, at Variety underscore Crawford. The title is Shooting Beer Out of Your Nose Funny. Five-star comment. Oh, my God. So great. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Tom and Austin present the current events facing not just the U.S., but around the world. Mm. Educational. Wrong. Insightful. <laughs> wrong. Thoughtful. Uh. Wrong. With a healthy dose of wit. Wrong. And hilarity. Okay. We'll Fake give you that news. one. <laughs> I love this podcast, and it's quickly becoming one of my top podcasts to listen to. Keep it up, guys. Hey, we're going to keep it up because we have nothing better to do with our lives. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that five-star review and the comment. Although I have and to, I have to say, I have to your... say before you go on. Go, we, go ahead, Austin. Uh, we do present news from around the world, but it's mm-hmm. not actually we who do it. We invite <laughs> on our unpaid intern, Stephen. <laughs> actually, who pays Listen, us? We'll take the credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, we, so we take the credit yeah. for that. So thank you, Stephen. Yes, thank you. Um, also, by the way, Austin, that was our 30th review on oh, iTunes. Oh, wow. Thank you, Oprah. Um <laughs> I don't know why you had to read it like that. And you get five stars. And you get yeah. five stars. <laughs> 30, 30 reviews. Yes, wow. That is, that that's, is quite, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. So thank you so much for and the if, reviews. If you want. Yes. Thank yeah, you. And listen, if you want your, um, if you want your five seconds of fame, uh, well, minor, very, very minor fame, <laughs> go to iTunes Give us five stars, leave us a comment, and we will read it on the show like we just did right there and then. So go ahead and do that. <laughs> and I believe and I believe five seconds of fame is Tom's porn star name. 
Oh no, but that could definitely that's definitely my new cover band. Oh yes. That's my new yes. cover band. It's a 30 second to Mars cover yes, band. Five seconds of fame. I like it. Do they even have that much? Um fame? Oh, that's cruel. But yeah, yeah it's no, true. It took the, it took them longer to get to Mars than they had anything. I did, yeah. Hey, uh, and then we got one more thing to present. Some pretty exciting news. We have a new patron. Oh, this is my favorite part because I get money. <laughs> exactly. Um, thank you, The Foz. That's it. <laughs> the Foz. <laughs> okay. Awesome. For be for becoming our newest patron, uh, you chose the second tier which is uh, what you get the voicemail uh, in one of our stupid voices, which uh, will be coming up soon, by the way. <laughs> yes. And you've picked um, one of the most exquisite and bigly voices, <laughs> but we're not yeah, sure yeah. who's going to do your bigly exquisite voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of yeah. us. It's one of them. We're fighting over yes. it. You also get a free digital copy of Austin's new album, mm-hmm. The Path Ahead, or excuse me, Path Ahead, not The Path No, it Ahead. is The Path Ahead. You're right the and, first time. Okay, Path Ahead, The Path Ahead, <laughs> same fucking thing. It's like Eagles. It's The Eagles, Eagles. It's still a crappy band from the 70s. That's true. Except your album's really good. I love you, Austin. Are you sure my um, album isn't a crappy band from the 70s? <laughs> <laughs> and then also because and this is all just from just the second tier just the second tier once we get enough people in the second tier we conduct a google hangout session oh yes that archaic technology us ask us anything you want <laughs> is it all right fine we'll do something else right now it's google hangout but maybe a discord uh, chat. Shut, shut the <laughs> shut the fuck up austin <laughs> I'm trying to present our Patreon page, and you're you're fucking shooting it down as I'm saying it. Look, I'm a social critic. Holy, what can I say? Holy shit. Go fuck your social criticism. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that's going to be hard to do. So thank you. <laughs> thank you, the Foz. Uh, by the way, who's from Australia? Um, you know, a little, little global support, which is really Yeah, cool. I'm shocked and, at how much global and, support we get. <laughs> Yeah, it's really disturbing. I'm going to chalk uh, it all Aussie, up. Aussie, Aussie, yeah, I'm going to chalk it all up to oi, Stephen. Oi, oi. I think he gets us our global support. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Absolutely. of course, you know, our our re- semi-regular guest, the two skeptical chaps. Yes. Yeah, they have something to do with it. Except they're not patrons, so... Uh, we well, they pay me okay. for stuff, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, lucky you. Okay. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, that's all I have. Uh, as always, you can find our show on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio for now for free. Um, you are also on all of the social medias, and that includes Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, other stuff, all under Dumb All Over Pod. Um, hey, also, if you made it this far to uh, in the show, you're probably a decent fan. And I- I- if you like our show, I want to let you know, we're going to start advertising this right now, Ooh. that we will be doing a live episode of Dumb All yes. Over for the primaries kind of. on November 6th. Yeah, it'll be live coverage of the primary. 
it'll be like a show as yeah. well because we're going to be drinking our craft beer. We're going to have conversation. Okay. Probably no guests because that's going to be a, a logistics nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even. I can't even think about that. Uh, but we're going to be doing it on Twitch. We're not going to be doing it on Twitch. That's illegal on Twitch. Um, <laughs> Is it? We're going to be live streaming on Twitch. If you um, want, if you have a Twitch uh, Twitch account, go to twitch.com or twitch.tv forward slash podcast. I couldn't do pod. Don't know why. Mm. It won't let me. But podcast, full thing. <laughs> Follow us there because we're going to be pretty much on that all day on November 6th. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then, uh, last but not least, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash dumballoverpod. Um, check us out there. Give us your money because we need it more than you. And <laughs> once you come to the terms and you and you understand that, then we could all be happy. Okay? <laughs> so Wow. That was very that's uh, passive-aggressive. Uh-huh. I'm not even sure what that yeah. was. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I love you, but we need your money. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, check out patreon.com forward slash dumballoverpod. Check out all of our rewards, all of the tiers. Okay? All right, That's all, all I got. Right, Tom. You got anything yeah. else, Austin? You're like a digital panhandler. <laughs> oh, a digital panhandler. Also on my grinder profile. Oh, my new cover band. That's a yeah. good one. Ooh, oh, that's okay. not my job. That's right, Joe's job. Yes, let's leave that one for Joe because Joe has been slacking and hasn't been covering them for the last couple weeks. So get on it, Joe. We do pay attention to that shit. <laughs> Just want you yeah. to know. All right. That's it. The show's already gone on for six hours. We need to move on. All right. Uh, that's it? That's Just all right? <laughs> wow. Wow. I was expecting something a little bit better oh, than that. Do you want a formal that, goodbye? But... Okay. Yes, please. Well, thank you, our wonderful listeners, and we shall retire for the week. And back from whence we came to observe the news and social justice stuff yes. online. And yep. we shall be back yep. one week Just from today. <laughs>